0: Final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable, never looks so good. Jack Fritz, hanging out with you on this Friday night, and boy, what a difference! Four hours make, four hours makes uh, when talking about this this baseball team. But hey, that's the beauty of a baseball season, Um, and uh, it's always full of roller coasters. One minute you're back, one minute you're distraught. And nothing describes this Phillies baseball team more than that. And um, tonight was a a really, really professional, um, solid, good, and and something that I hope that I hope is a template for this team going forward. Because you could see it tonight. And my first big takeaway from from tonight. And again, get in two one five five nine two. 94.94 if you want to react to uh, the Phillies game tonight uh, as you start your Memorial Day weekend but my first takeaway from tonight was there's still a good baseball team in there like it's been a frustrating beginning of the season uh, I, I definitely was worried earlier today after yesterday I was definitely worried but I never thought that there was a that this team was bad I, I never bought into the notion that they weren't talented enough to be a good a good team. And what I hope that they realized tonight was that it's in there. There's a good team in there. And tonight felt like a template. Obviously it's easy. You know, the easy part of the template is the starter going out and doing their job. And yes, Tywon Walker wasn't perfect tonight, but he more than, than did his job. Like hundred percent. Tyron Walker did his job tonight. That was great. But, what they did offensively tonight like that's something that you can take to the ballpark like sometimes something's happening in, in games you don't have it you have it but they always say you can't coach effort and what i saw tonight was a, a true effort from this team at the plate and and really locked in really connected and, and frankly it's really been the last 2 games the comeback in air against the, the the Diamondbacks was great. Obviously being able to come back against Gallon was good. Scoring three runs late and then and then turner home run and then eventually walking it off. Like that shows a good uh progression from an offensive approach. Last night, it wasn't the offense's fault they lost that game. Your your uh ace or, or second best pitcher wasn't good enough. But this has been back to back nights and really three nights in a row where you you start to see what could be developing into an identity on offense? Um, you know they only had three strikeouts from their regulars tonight. I know Josh Harrison had two. I don't count him as a regular, so didn't strike out as much. Worked some strong, good at bats, um, and kept the train rolling. Got some hits at the runners in scoring position. Uh, you know didn't need a long ball. Found different ways to score runs, but it wasn't feeble, and that's what made. The last two, three weeks when this thing was was kind of crumbling a little bit was that it was a lot of just feeble, bad approaches, early swings and counts for no reason. Tonight, last night, and against the Diamondbacks on Wednesday wasn't any of that. It was more locked in. And, and every time I get excited about this team kind of finding that, it feels like they always take a step back the next game. But that can't happen. That can't happen. A lot of guys, been around a while, um, have have obviously been a part of a lot of baseball games. Like, ride this momentum. Ride it. Because what you saw tonight could be the template for this team hopefully getting on a bit of a run. So there's a good baseball team in there. That was my first big takeaway tonight. Tywon Walker wasn't great. But he battled, and and uh, shout out to Rob Thompson for trusting him. I think that's that shows a lot of uh, a trust and faith in a guy. And, and you know, I've been kind of critical of Rob Thompson because it feels like a lot of decisions this year have been more based in in analytics rather than using your eyes and trusting your gut. I thought leaving Tywin Walker out there for some of those situations was a good time to to trust his gut. Bullpen did their job, and and they just played good, solid, fundamental baseball. You know, I feel like I always harp on the fundamental baseball but it's important like that stuff matters and it feels like the Braves are always very good at it and I just continue to believe that as the games get bigger the games get tighter as they hopefully play in playoff type games that the little things start to to matter and they 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 become a good team at that kind of stuff because I think it matters and I thought you know late in the game tonight um, they have a, they have a lead but they weren't satisfied. They got, um, they got him over, got him in. Bryce Harper hit a, a sack fly, just did a job. That is good, solid baseball, and I'll take that. My second big takeaway from tonight, and it's actually my play of the game, which is brought to you by Mike's Amazing, the Mike's Amazing play of the game, presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies, takes us to the one and only Trey Turner, who did this tonight. Lipke. Again, the 3-2. Swung on line to yeah. right center. There's a base hit. Towards the alley, it's going to be stopped on the track by Harris. But in the score is Stott. And in the second is Turner. And an opposite field double for Trey Turner. It's 5-3 Phillies. Now, I know you're probably asking, why are you making that your Mike's amazing play of the game? Well, uh, it gave the Phillies some insurance. But... I thought it was Trey Turner's best at bat of the season. I know he's had home runs. I know he had the the home run on Wednesday. But I thought that at bat, getting it to 3-2, fouling some pitches off, really grinding one out, I thought that was really important. And then it it finally paid off for him with that double into uh, the right center field gap. I thought it was his best at bat of the season. And, you know, Ben Davis mentioned on the broadcast. I'm sure Kevin Stocker did as well. Um, very flat bat, or very f- flat bat path through the zone. And while we know how important launch angle is from the standpoint of, of hitting for power, Trey Turner doesn't need to be that guy. Like, if, if he hits 15 to 20 homers, but he bats over 300, that's a massive win. Like, I'll, I'll take that. He doesn't need to be a 25 home run guy. And if he can get his bat path back to being more flat, you know, you see the average start to creep back up. Hopefully it starts creating more hard contact. He smoked that ball. It was, it was, it was a hard hit ball, hit into the gap. He was able to get to second base and able to make some stuff happen uh, once he got there. And it was like, there we go. Like, he uh, he got the third on a, on a, a ball and dirt read, which I think is important. Like, um, him being able to be on the base pass uh, on, on, a, on a higher clip just makes the whole offense that much better. So I thought it was Trey Turner's best at bat of the season. I thought he followed up later in the game with another pretty good at bat. Um, I, I thought I noticed him, him standing closer to the plate. So maybe that's an adjustment to all the sliders that they're kind of peppering him away. Is If he stands closer to the plate, he can see it better out of hand and hopefully lay off it so he's not just you know digging himself into a 0-1, 0-2 hole in, in the snap of your finger. But I, I thought Trey Turner had a good night, and you just you start to see him slowly coming out of this thing. And, man, you know, I, I can't wait for us to see the real Trey Turner. I really can't. You know, when he gets rolling, and he will, um, start at the top, Turner, Harper, Cassianos, another good night tonight, good to see. Um, the thing with Cassianos, it's so funny. Um, a couple nights ago, I, I felt like he was starting to chase again. And I was like, oh, come on, Nick. Like, you haven't been doing this all year. Don't start now. Fixed it pretty quickly. And, and, and it's back to what we we had seen at the beginning of the season. So, you get those four going. Schwarber, hopefully June, comes around and, and he starts heating back up. JT, uh, notorious slow starter. Hopefully he picks it back up. Boehm, I think, is rounding a corner. And Brandon Marsh, a big hit tonight to give the Phillies um, a lead in the game tonight. I guess that chiropractor that fixed his back might have saved the season. Might have saved the season. But either way, a great, great baseball win uh down in, in Atlanta tonight. Shout out to Craig Kimbrell getting number four hundred. Uh that is a that is a cool just baseball. You know what I mean? Like Craig Kimbrell starts his career against the Phillies as an Atlanta Brave and becomes the eighth closer in baseball history to get number four hundred while pitching back in atlanta i mean that is that is baseball at its finest 215-592-9494 we'll get to all of your calls on the final out but also uh we'll get to the player of the game next and one of the most important things from the game tonight what is it we'll get to all of that and your phone calls coming up next here on the final out welcome back it is the final out sponsored by regency furniture affordable never looks so good I guess it's a classic rock kind of uh, a weekend here. I feel like Memorial Day, Eh, more of a classic rock kind of weekend. Listen, came into the show with some Beatles, mixing in some Zeppelin. Yeah, we're happy tonight because it's been a season where it's just been brutal heading into a year that was filled with so much hope. I mean, this was the the most hopeful we've been around here since 2011 with a, a real feeling that they could get back to the World Series. And finish the job. And it's been excruciating at the the beginning of this year. And, like, games like tonight, while I'm very happy, it's also like, you could have been doing this all year. Like, you, you didn't have to get to 24 and 27. You know, you didn't have to let that happen. Especially when they play the style that they played tonight. That's what makes it annoying. Because the offensive approach, it's like, oh, my gosh. It's been so refreshing the last two nights of like actually working a picture and actually feel like you're thinking your way through at bats and not just wasting them away by swinging first pitch. Like that's why I'm I'm happy tonight. But I'm also like, what the hell? Like it could have been it could have been a season of this. But regardless, we know there's one sixty two and just hopefully these last two nights and Wednesday you start to see the, the the offense carry this team for a little bit, especially while Wheeler and Nola are, are getting right and Ranger is, is getting right. Um, you know, I, I, I've kind of, I don't want to say I've thrown in the towel on Nola and Wheeler, you know, being the classic versions of Nola and Wheeler. I'm more in the camp of like, I can't bank on them being great and going on a run here. I'm more start to start, and hope they get on a run. But the offense should should not have that problem. There's plenty enough there. And this whole, I mean, <laughs> I love Reese. This is not anti-Reese. But this whole idea that Reese would have had this team in, like, first place because of his leadership in the locker room. Like, they were 22-29 and 29 with him last year. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, it's... It, He's good. He's a he's a he's a leader of this team. I totally understand that. He's been here the long. Besides Noel, he's been here the, the longest of any position player. Um, I do believe he is a leader. But they, we just saw this last year with Reese here. He's been one of the streakiest players in baseball the last four years. Like, I'm sorry. Did, did are we? Did we watch a different Reese Hoskins the last four years? Like, sure. I think obviously having a 30 home run guy in the lineup, especially against lefties, would have obviously helped. I just think we've gotten a little overboard with how good this team would be if Reese was in the lineup every day. Like, they were also inconsistent with him in there as well. They've been frustrated in the last couple years in the regular season with this kind of stuff. So um, that's just a a minor rant that I need to get off my chest. But um, the one really important thing that did happen tonight, and I touched on it a little bit in the open, but – Heading into the the game tonight, the one and two spots in the lineup had a on base percentage of two seventy two um for the guys batting number one and two in the batting spots in the order obviously it hasn't been stopped all year uh Turner's pretty much been up there all year, but regardless that's the uh amongst the fifth that's the fifth worst on-base percentage of your first and second hitters in the history of, or since 1961. So in the last 60 years, it's one of the five worst uh, on-base percentages at the top of the lineup in the league uh, during that span. And those two guys had good nights. And I do think that Trey Turner's coming out of this, but you can't have those two being black holes at the top of the lineup um, where they feel more automatic outy than than anything, so I think Bryson Stott. Like, if you kind of blink after people were worried about him, and he's back up to 294 with a 333 OBP and a 412 slugging percentage, I think if a week ago I'd said that, you'd be shocked. Um, so, looks like Stottie is getting more comfortable. Stole base tonight, a couple bases tonight, um, and hopefully he is kind of just settling into being the leadoff hitter for this team. And as Bryce gets more comfortable, I think Turner's going to see more pitches and they can truly get this thing going. But um, either way, I think that's a uh, an, an important thing to watch here is can they get more production out of the one and two spots in the lineup because it's been historically bad to start the season. Let's go to Owen in New Jersey before we get to the player of the game. What's happening, Owen? Hey, I mean, um, I'm feeling a lot better than I did um, a couple Me days too. ago. Me too, too mean- buddy. I, I honestly, I, a lot of people I know were, it's it was a loss last night, but I saw a lot of positive signs that I was pretty pumped up about last night. I mean, I honestly thought going into the Brave series that they might get boat raced every game, but they fought in both games, which is really cool to see. You know, I was expecting this at the beginning of the season, like you said, but it's nice to see. I think they've kind of figured out something. I well, mean, offensively, Walker, offensively, I would agree with you. I think offensively... Uh, you know they they've had good at bats the last two nights. They've played inspired baseball. they have had some clutch hits, and I I, I think that offensively I'll, I'll 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 buy some stock in what they've done the last couple of nights. Yeah, and um, I mean, Noah obviously didn't have a good night last night, but um, I did like the what I saw for Walker tonight. I mean, he did a quality start. That's what you need from your three or maybe four guy, and um. I liked um, how he navigated a couple jams, but you know, obviously Ozuno gave us a gift. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, was, I got um, good game for sure. And I'm it. looking forward to the season. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully this this is a, a bit of a turnaround point, and hopefully they 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 found out what they can do on offense and and really build off this last little um, stretch. Now, I will say, Jared Schuster. Didn't really impress me tonight. They, they probably could have done more damage off of him, but regardless, I got the win, so we'll take it. Uh, I thought Dylan Dodd was atrocious. So we'll see how they do tomorrow against Morton and then obviously Sunday night against Spencer Strider. Those will be obviously better tests than what they faced in, in the first two games of the series. But as long as you are, are battling at the dish and you're grinding it out, and you're getting base hits, and you're, you're getting hits with runners in scoring position, it doesn't always have to be home runs. And just I think the last two nights, three nights, you've seen the, the makings of what could be a good offense, and hopefully the, the hibernation is over from that standpoint. Let's get to the player of the game. Brought to you by South Jersey Gas, committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at southjerseygas.com slash lovemyhome, and I'm going to give it to Taiwan Walker with a hat tip to Rob Thompson. Uh, you know, Tywon Walker went out, and you know that that shows guts. Like that shows some some fortitude. What he did tonight, because he he wasn't great, but he battled. He grinded. He gave them a a, a good amount of innings tonight. Like that's a that's you can ask that. I'll take that every time from Tywon Walker every day of the week. What he did tonight. But I also thought it was important what Rob Thompson did. Like Rob Thompson, you know, I I know that the bullpen's kind of struggling right now. But he trusted his gut and he said, Taiwan can, can get me through uh, some portions of this game, even though it might be tight. And I, I, full disclosure, I would have pulled him after the fifth, but he went a couple more innings. And it's like, all right, uh, that's that shows me something. So uh, that's two straight good starts with Taiwan Walker. He was really good on Sunday. Good tonight. He had the one blow-up in, in San Francisco. was pretty good the the two starts before that. So maybe we're starting to see Tywon Walker um, you know, find his footing here. And that would obviously be a really big lift for this team as they're waiting for Ranger Wars to find his footing and waiting for Wheeler and Nola to, to truly take off. Um, but Tywon Walker, that, that that's a positive start in a big spot on the road where people are worried about the team. He went out there, and he gave them a really good, high-quality outing. And uh, shout-out to him and shout-out to Rob Thompson because it's on both of them. And uh, I was proud of Rob Thompson for for trusting his eye and using his gut and just having a feel more than just being in the binder trying to find out the right kind of matchup and the the right pitcher for the correct swing path um, that they're going to face that inning. I mean, it's good stuff, but also, like, Calm down. 215-592-9494 is how you get in on the final out. On the other side, we will look ahead to tomorrow before handing things off to Ryan Rothstein. It's the final out here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Welcome back. It is the final out sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Phil's going to win. Phil's get a win tonight in Atlanta. They won't get swept. It's a big win. It's a big step forward. Um, and now you have a chance to – like, I, honestly – Selfishly, you want to go down there and take three or four and and just start on a roll and get going. Um, but I think that every reasonable Phillies fan is just like go down there and split. And and it's kind of you know you're you're obviously lowering the expectations, but like with how they've played so far this year, you take that. You take that every single day of the week. So now they have a, a good chance to split. They 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 have Zach Wheeler on the mound tomorrow, going up against uh, Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton's been pretty good this year. Again, I mean. He- He's drafted in 0-2, still doing this thing, and uh, man, like now traditionally the last couple of years been one of the best big game pitchers in the sport. Obviously, we know what happened to him last year, but uh, last year in five starts again, I felt like the Phillies never missed Sandy Alcantara last year, and they never missed Charlie Morton. Five starts against the Phillies last year, and he had a 5.47. ERA in those starts. Zach Wheeler going for the Phillies tomorrow. Two point seven ERA versus the Braves last year in three starts and a one nine eight ERA at Truist Park. We know that he grew up uh, from that area, so obviously he kind of wants to go home and and show the uh, the hometown team that he's got it. I mean that's that's a little extra motivation, I guess. Brandon Marsh had sixty people at the game uh, last night. I mean Kimbrel's whole family was there tonight for number four hundred, so. Obviously, a lot of uh, kids grow up in the Georgia area, like East Coast-wise. Georgia and Florida are the hotbeds for for high school baseball talent. So, um, a lot of, lot of talent from, from around that area. So, Zach Wheeler versus Charlie Morton tomorrow. And, um, obviously, you want to get this one because on Sunday, it's Dylan Covey versus Spencer Strider. And if I know the Phils, like I think I know the Phils, they lose tomorrow and then beat Strider. That just, just that's just what my gut tells me. That that's how it seems to kinda go. Is they lose when the Ace is pitch and they they win the Dylan Covey kind of game. So um hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully the Zach Wheeler goes out tomorrow and does his thing because uh again, you know, the offense I feel like is starting to break out of its shell here a little bit. Now it's time for, for the one and two and, and uh Tom Walker's been good. Rangers hopefully on his way back, but really it's the one and two, in Wheeler and Nola that need to get this 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 ship righted. Um, Nola was 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 bad last night. He was good on Saturday. It's it, again the, this whole season with those two have honestly it's been like a microcosm of the season where it's one step forward, two steps back, and like those guys got to figure it out. They've been here long enough. They've been around baseball long enough. I, I, I we can keep throwing out the excuses that they pitched late into the season last year. Well, so have a lot of pitchers. <laughs> it doesn't give you the excuse that you can just be tank the next season, come back and be good. Um, so that's starting to get frustrating, but again, a lot of season left. Hopefully they can get this thing kind of rolling here a little bit and, and get this thing back on track. But either way, excited to watch, uh, James and James and I are actually live tomorrow. Um, you know, uh, doing uh, one to three, and then we have you for leading off. So, listen, we're always talking Phil's baseball. And then uh, I'm sure you're back with the high hopes on on Monday morning, reacting to what is hopefully the Phillies taking three or four from the Braves in Atlanta before they head up to New York and play the Mets in a three-game set. By the way, no baseball on Memorial Day. I mean, like, <laughs> it's like a – Didn't a- they have a- last year, too, on Memorial Day? I think so. It's just like – It's a gift. It's a gift. Everyone's off. What, or most people are off. Watch like put baseball games on. Like it's a, it's a chance. The chance to, to bring in audiences. What are we doing? Oh my gosh, whatever. Hey, baseball's fix some things, right? They, the pitch clock, um the the, the, the balance scheduling, D H in the National League. Maybe on 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 holidays when most people are off, you play baseball games. I mean, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just someone that wants to watch them on an off day, but whatever. Um, that's gonna do it for me. Shout out to the Phils. big win, and hopefully this is the start of of this thing turning around. That's all we can hope for. Uh, James and I will be actually uh, on Go Birds Radio tomorrow from one to three three, and then leading off at from three to three thirty. If it's Go Birds Radio, personally, I hope it's High Hopes Radio. So listen to that. Um, We will be doing all that and having a fun time as well. Ryan Ralstein's got you next here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Talk to you next week.